Hey guys, we got a super awesome episode for you today. Yes, um, it's been a long week for both me and Mathis, so if yeah. you if you get a sense that we're a little more tired, it's because we are. Um, <laughs> but just we still have a lot of great topics, and we you know we still had fun, so we hope you guys have fun. Yeah, it was a really fun episode. We give some thoughts about the new Game of Thrones episode. We talk about Captain America: Civil War, which we both saw this week. We have a new Han Solo, so that was worth talking about. That's a thing. Um, we get a question about a film location we'd like to visit, and we also talk about this this new talk show coming out called Pastors that we both have very passionate, passionate thoughts and feelings about. And then we close the show with our thoughts on Harriet Tubman being on the $20 bill. Yeah. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. You can send us questions at our email at hellonadu yeah. at gmail.com, H-E-L-L-O-A-N-D-A-D-I-U at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at, um, at And also feel free to uh, subscribe, review, and uh, uh, did I miss one? Uh, rate. Rate on iTunes because um, we, we appreciate review. it. And yeah, so I hope we hope you guys enjoy. Um, and I think that's all. Mathis? Yeah. Have a good time. Cool. We'll see you next episode. Yeah, have a great time, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Well, hi there. Hello. Oh my god. Good evening. <laughs> you know when I, the perfect time to burp is? The beginning yeah. of a podcast. <laughs> right when you said hello, I was like, oh god. <laughs> it's okay, I blew it to the side, so we good. You definitely blew it. Thank you. How was your weekend? God bless. It was quick. Oh yeah, I know that um, one. Tell me about it. Yeah, right. Um, we, we, as in me and my parents... We went to Nashville for my brother-in-law's graduation. He graduated uh, college. Yeah. So we drove down Friday, drove back today on Sunday. Takes a long time to get to Nashville from Chicago. So (laughs) we were in the car a lot, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Was that his undergrad or was it his graduate? It was an undergrad. Oh. I didn't realize he was that young. He's not. (laughs) Did Did he go later in life? Uh. Yes. Or like he, a stop and go. Yes, there's a stop and go. Wow. That's awesome though. It is. We're so proud of you, Jonathan. <laughs> we don't mean that in any um, condescending way whatsoever. That's actually really no, cool. I, I actually really don't, yeah. Yeah, that's really awesome. Um, it was the longest ceremony of my life. Oh no. But but it was okay. We we pushed on. We pressed on. <laughs> How was your weekend? It was good. Um <laughs> The whole week was pretty eventful, and the the middle of the week, I went to this um, live recording for, or it wasn't necessarily a recording, but it was a performance for several podcasts. It was called um, oh. Radiotopia, so it was like just this ensemble of different podcasts, like um, Strangers, if you've heard of that, Criminal, 99% Invisible. They're all... Um, I think there was like 10 of them, but they're all storytelling podcasts and they're a little bit shorter than the oh, type cool. of stuff that we do. So like fiction, they are not, no, no, it, it was all, it was all nonfiction. Oh. Um, but it was, it's really fascinating. Like, um, 
criminal, for example, every episode, they tell the story of like a very abnormal criminal. So like for this show, they the criminal episode was about this guy who every time he saw a cop, he gave him the middle finger on the highway. Ooh. And yeah, it was is really funny. But like they're all um so they're all storytelling based. Uh, and it was like in downtown LA and it was just like a packed house and like one, so one LA. group of podcast <laughs> <laughs> one group of podcasters would come out and like do their story with their own like performances for it. Uh, and then another one would come and it was it was a lot of fun. Good. It was really cool. And then um yeah, I had a I had a friend in town. Um Blake was in town, so Yeah. We were we hung out a lot. We did some cool stuff. I found out there's a brewery down the road from me, so that was cool. So you're just like walking down the street, like hey, yeah. It wasn't that. Yeah, it wasn't that yeah. simple. It was not uh, in a great place in town. That's why. Oh, it was... so you're like, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> they always put them in the really like rundown places in the city, you know, like where it's really cheap to buy a lot of property uh-huh. and make beer, you know. Right. But yeah. It was it was a very fast weekend for me too. It sounds like you had a lot of cool different experiences in the week too. You know what I mean? It's not like you had a busy week of normal routine things. No, yeah. You tried a lot of different things and when busy. <laughs> when friends come to town, they just totally shake your schedule. <laughs> they literally take your schedule and they shake it. Shake it. <laughs> Sometimes they bop it. Sometimes they twist Ooh. it. Sometimes they Pull flick it. it. They'll I don't think it. flick it's a one, but flick. I guarantee you, flick it's a one. At least on bop it extreme. Okay, maybe you're right. Definitely not in the original bop it. <laughs> Are you only a fan of the original bop it? Um. Yes. No, I remember. I remember liking the other ones. They're so fun. <clears throat> Anyways, I also went and saw Civil War this weekend. As did I, and that was a blast and a half. Oh my goodness, it was so fun. It was really fun. It, the thing Go ahead. The thing I was nervous about is knowing that there were all those characters in it, how they were going to do it well and give them each like a satisfactory amount of time and actually like make it cohesive. And I thought they did a great job. I like I, didn't even I think about away. it quite frankly, nope. like Exactly. You don't even think about it. And I, if you were actually to add up the screen time for several of those side characters they probably have like five minutes on screen but it just it feels so well integrated that it's I, yeah and thankfully they've been in other movies so they don't have to do all that crappy like whatever they call it i can't think of it right now uh um, kind of like shoehorned in like yeah well they whatever. don't have to give backstory yeah character development things like that um it was it was a better avengers movie not the first avengers but the second one like yes I think what the reason I think what makes it that way is that it does like it gets big but then it gets small, you know. So, yeah. it's not just like a huge film the whole time. It's like there are battles that are just people by themselves, like one-on-one battles and it's it's dramatic and it's very effective. Mm-hmm. A very emotional movie too. I was like I was feeling it. You're like I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> what was your what was your uh Takeaway from Spider-Man. How do you feel about him? Loved it. He was great. I was in it the entire time. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, our theater was eating him up. Not in like a, oh my, a loud, you not? riotous I mean, way. It was just really fun for everybody. Yeah, he was incredible. Yeah, he did such He was job. like so soft. I didn't expect him to be so soft-spoken. Because he was very like, um, you know, he's very Peter Parker. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's great. He, he's an awesome Peter Parker. Um, 
and he, just like his dialogue during the fight. Oh, the, it was so funny. During the fight scene, it's so naive and so playful and just which is anything you would you would expect from that character coming into that big of exactly. a like battle it's just it's so funny well and then you know we were talking about like there's all these characters and it's like well we've already seen them in other films and we know about them and we've seen their stories we haven't for spider-man and it still worked like Mm -mm. it did he's he's in there for uh this this one portion of the movie and it's like this works like it's so natural and i thought they did a really good job of him being a kid and it's still working in that i think so too you know like it it didn't yeah. like take me out of it that he was younger than everybody else. No, yeah, me either. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. <clears throat> it's tons of fun. I think that honestly, the Captain America trilogy in the Marvel universe is probably one of the stronger ones. Uh, yeah, I would definitely say it's the strongest. Strongest for sure. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I definitely think so. Because Winter Soldier Soldier Incredible. was yeah. amazing, and this one was same just level. As good, yeah. So. The first one I could, leave, uh, you know, take or leave. But well, especially in comparison to the last two, like, because the last right. two are phenomenal, and I feel like they, you know, how they are taking over for the Avengers. How Joss Whedon's not coming Who? back for the third and the fourth one. Yes, I think yes. that that makes perfect sense now. After, especially after watching this movie, I was like, he, they just make it feel so seamless. Like, they really do. It just felt so natural. I was I was really into it. Yeah, I actually I was never really a fan of um, uh, Black Widow. I I didn't not like her, but this oh, one yeah. I like totally fell in love with her. I don't know why. Yeah, I was actually gonna, something I totally forgot. I wanted her, to bring like, that up. Arc, her arc this time was very. It must have just been more relatable. I don't know. I feel like her character's been aging well for the movies. Not like her character development, but I think the filmmakers are, like, slowly figuring out how to use Black Widow better because this is the best she's ever been. Like, it worked. I think so, too. Entirely. The fight scenes were incredible, too. Like, i Oh, just my goodness. So inventive and so, like, fun and playful and, like, oh, my gosh, I'd never even thought they would go there and they would just keep doing new things and... Right. All about it. I w- yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to it. Not without hmm. not without getting into it, probably. That's true. Any closing? I, yeah, I'm definitely excited now for the new Avengers movie because now that we can see that they can have movies with multiple characters and do a good job with it. Yeah. I think they'll definitely um, transition well into the Avengers. Yeah, I think so. It's crazy to think that this movie has like twice the Avengers in it as the first Avengers. You know. I know. Like, there's you so mean, many characters. Are you talking about the um, Civil War? Civil War. Yeah, it's just it actually has like a grand number of characters for just being yeah. the third installment of Captain America. You know, it's, it's I know they handled it incredibly well. They did. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, Let Game us know what you guys thought about it, people. That's yeah. Please you can do. you know tweet us you know. Send us an email. If you want. (laughs) If you you really want. We'll take any of it. Yeah. Um, I'm still feeling really good about Game of Thrones. Oh, my goodness. Especially after last week. Yeah. I don't know if you guys That's the best episode in about probably 13 episodes, I think. Yeah. I I can definitely see why for you. Because you definitely didn't like last season. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I like uh, like you were just saying. If if everyone's not cut up, obviously we're not going to talk about it. But no, but yeah, I'm I'm just lot of hope for this for this season. That was a great great episode. It was so good, and I'm just so excited for the stories to come, especially yeah. with they, like the Red mm. Woman. I'm so excited with see like what her arc is now. Yeah. I feel like this last episode just really opened her up in a new way. and a... Well, because she's so confident in the whole series, you know, being like, I, I know the future. I know everything. And then all of a sudden... It was a little profound, honestly. Her whole, yeah, her whole world is shifted upside down. And it's kind of yeah. like, where do you go from here? And I think it's going to be one of the more powerful uh, arcs, hopefully. I hope so. That would totally take me by surprise. That's and, yeah. like the same way that I care about Sansa and I still can't, not Sansa, Cersei, and I still can't figure it out. I'm just like, somehow I'm still into this. Like, yeah. It's because they made a good arc for a character that I don't like, you know? I wish we could talk about it more because I really, I, I would love to get into like uh, theories mm-hmm. of like what the end is because there's a lot with Tyrion I want to talk about. Yeah, um, for sure. And, he had some um, good stuff in this last episode. So good. Always good, though. Um, and Bran. There's just... You guys have to go on YouTube and find, like, people talking. Like, they mm-hmm. really, like, go through the books and they, like, really dissect it all and they theorize what's coming and they have all the page numbers and quotes and I'm just, like, glued in the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, tell me all about Arya. There's just so much speculation to be had and I... It's That's why it's such uh, a great series. Yeah. Not, and it it will be my theory right now is it will be a better series because they're going without the book now. I think so too, and we kind of t- touched on that last time, you know. Yeah, we did. Um, you know what's really interesting? Um, for one, thank God that you told me to watch Game of Thrones when you did. Like, I, I didn't get to it till about midnight thirty, but I was like, I didn't think you were gonna watch, to watch it that it. day. Yeah, I, I had to. If I, you, I mean, if you text me about it, I was like, I really need to watch it. After uh, the episode last week, I like immediately texted Mathis because I know he doesn't watch it live. And I'm like, do not go on Twitter before you yeah. watch it. Because things I knew that this specific thing would be like the main thing on Twitter. It would be yeah all over. There'd be memes. There'd be pictures. It would be like, here's the fate yeah. of blah. And you'd be like, damn yeah. it. So, and. And people were ruthless. Like I'm sure the whole episode was basically just everywhere online. Like you couldn't avoid it. No. Like that whole week, I was like, I'm so glad I saw this episode because it was literally everything. People were just talking about it everywhere. And honestly, and I was like, Go ahead. No, you can go. Finish your. I just I think it's really interesting to compare how people will talk about TV shows that are watched by everybody as compared to movies that are watched by everybody because. Civil War has a lot of like little twists and turns in it, but nobody's going to talk about those. Mm-hmm. And if you go back to The Force Awakens, tons of twists and turns, but nobody talked about them. And I was thinking about that during the week, and I think it's because the longevity of a TV show is incredibly different because it is new material all the time. It almost right. feels like this accelerated, like, oh, we're allowed to talk about the episode now because before we know it, there will be another episode. And if you were to put that in the timeline of like the Captain America trilogy, for example, that's like after the Captain America, the first movie's been out for a little while, you can talk about it. And after the second one comes out, you can talk about it, you know, openly online. But that whole thing's accelerated, and every episode is much more of a, like, a fleeting spark, and then you're in the next episode. Right. You know what I mean? It, yeah. 
It's a weird time we're in when it comes to watching and tweeting you, you, and you spoilers. have to be on it you have to get in there yeah you can't you can't digress yeah you either with game of thrones you either watch it as it's coming out mm-hmm. or you just wait several years after this show is over yeah. and just completely fresh slate yourself you know and right and jump in there yeah and i would love to go into it more but it would just end up you'd have to yeah give out plots and so maybe one day we will yeah we'll do I think we'll do at least a segment we could even, where we talk yeah, about this whole season. We can even do like a whole episode just dedicated to just Game of Thrones. And if you guys want that, if you don't, <laughs> you can let us know. Some, exactly. Before we go and do that, <laughs> maybe we like, should get like two upvotes on that or something. Right. Just two guys. That's all we need. Also, as I was <laughs> Two kind people of, want it. We'll do it. <laughs> as I was listening, as I was editing the last episode... I realized how condescending my voice is, and so I apologize to anyone that listens. In general? You just think I don't you're know. really condescending? I, I know the intention is not condescending, but I think my tone just comes across, across very condescending, and so I apologize, because <laughs> that is never my intention. It just... it just Folks, com- it took him 13 episodes to realize that. 14. <laughs> There it I is. stand corrected, <laughs> yes. but, but yeah. not. <laughs> so, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> so, a few pieces of movie news that I think are very interesting. Sure. Uh, John Krasinski is the new Jack Ryan. I saw that. I that's quite... that's weird. I didn't really care, quite honestly. I saw it and I was like, eh, next. Well, it's it's just such a like. I I know. I know Hollywood. I know you want him to be an action star, but I don't know if I, anybody else is there with you. Yeah, I think he'll do fine. Yeah. Well, the, I guess, have you watched any Jack Ryan movies? Yeah, I saw the Chris Pine one. Okay, the uh, the Alec Baldwin one, he played a great Jack Ryan, actually, and I think it's because he does play up like, I'm just a smart guy who works for the government. Uh-huh. Like, that's just the whole angle, which is not really the vibe of the new movie. Um, and maybe they'll just go that route with John Krasinski and it'll be like, oh, maybe that's fine. Cause he looks like a smart guy who could work for the government, you know? I think so. I think I, the sad thing is for me is like, it's maybe not even sad, but I feel like the main reason he got it is because of the Benghazi movie he did. Exactly. Cause it's yeah. the one action movie he, but, and he did really well in it. Don't get me wrong. I actually really I, liked him in it, but it's like, I, I didn't guess there's see not it, even, but... <clears throat> there's no I, downfall that I just, I think it's weird that, you know, you play one role in one movie mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I wonder if he's like getting almost typecasted and like now he can do this instead of the Jim from the office it's now mm-hmm. I'm the military guy yeah or typecasting is so weird it is you know th- this reminds me of what Hollywood was trying to do with Sam Worthington and yes it's it's really funny because he he was the star of Avatar and all these other uh, properties and studios and directors were keeping their ears to the ground for Avatar. So when Avatar finished shooting, they were like, oh my God, when this movie comes out, Sam Worthington is going to be the next Arnold Schwarzenegger. We need to get him. So Avatar comes out. People do not get that perception. But because Avatar took so long to make, there's like two years where seven movies come up yes. with seven, Sam Worthington, and then there's nothing else. And it's because everything yeah, was done 
during all of that post-production for Avatar. That's a great point because that's true for like probably a year and a half. There's a Sam. There's like four Sam Worthington movies. There was none yeah. of them are good. Yeah, it's it's really funny. It's like they just took yeah. a they took a risk. They were like, well, it's a James Cameron epic, and people will probably love him, and they did not. <laughs> no, this is a little different from that, but I always just think that's a really funny typecast story. Who Sam Worthington? Yeah, I think so too. It's a good example too. I mean, it's funny. It- yeah, yeah, and he's he's not he's not great. No, yeah. Um, Should we talk um, Han Solo? That's what I was gonna say next. Uh, you first. Okay. Um, they finally announced the Han Solo spinoff guy. He was one of the three that we talked about back. I don't even remember when it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even remember what his name is. I think his name it Ehrlich. is Elden Ehrenreich, Elden. something like that. And the only thing I remember him from is the Hail Caesar trailer. Well, he uh, he's brand new. I think right. Hail Caesar is his first movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, first that's first that's... movie with any significance, like, in a global sense, you know, like things that people have actually seen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I, I mean, I'm not too thrilled about it, but I honestly am trying to keep my judgment away from it because... I don't think he looks like a Han Solo. And I think that's the problem hmm. is we already have uh, a picture of what he should look like. And I thought the other, I, I know at least the t- um, Taron, I think his name is, the guy from Kingsman. Hmm. I thought he had the Han Solo look more so. Um, and I think it's just in uh, not necessarily what they physically look like, but like kind of the energy they give out. For sure. And Taron has very much that kind of like, um, I don't even know the, the word to go with it, but I don't feel like, Erland or whatever his name is. Elden. He doesn't give me that. Elden. Sorry, Elden. Um, <laughs> like he's listening to it right now. Like, God, right. why don't John and Mathis like me? To get my name right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I, honestly don't care, to be honest. Um, I'm not too invested in the Han Solo thing. Right. I know you're probably more so um, invested in what it could be, but I'm kind of like, meh. Well, have I? It'll be interesting to see him actually on screen because yeah. right now I can't picture it and having it. It seems very awkward to me. Well, have... I'm trying to like imagine him with the gun and be like, "Hey, <laughs> it's very, it's very awkward." Have I have I told you my thoughts on the Han Solo movie at all? I'm, I think you have. Yeah, like I, I'm really not looking forward to it, and I think it's a terrible idea for a movie. I think right. that his origin story makes him weak, um, and which is interesting because I feel like in the <laughs> normal in in normal life people would say that your story gives you more definition and it gives you kind of more i don't know more of a presence i guess you would say but i i think there's there's a mystique to him that's going to be missing once because i just feel like they're going to be like and here's all the heartbreaking things that made han solo so heartless you know like right. here's the love of his life that got killed in some kind of star fight or something like that or and it's how gonna his be parents like, died or exactly and I don't want to see that like I like the way that he's mysterious he's just this loner in the galaxy smuggling goods he's kind of a coward and he literally steps up and helps save the universe like that's that's really cool I think that adds to it it's like I don't want to know too much more about Ray for these new movies because I think that it's it's really special that somebody who did nothing, you know, beforehand. Like, you don't have to come from something right. to become the hero. 
I, I um, fully agree. I think that we've kind of yeah. really gotten stuck in a rut with that character. Yeah. And I that's, Absolutely. that's the only character I feel like we know how to portray in modern movies yeah. is the one that has a terrible childhood where there's death or destruction and then they come out and be the hero. Mm-hmm. And I really, really want to get away from that arc. But I, now that we're, it's so like programmed into us, I can't even like think of anything different of a way to do it. That would be interesting, you know? Yeah. And I mean, that being said, I actually think he looks a lot like Han Solo and I think that he's a perfect physical cast. I like, I could see him immediately in the Han Solo garb. Oh, I tried which, so hard, and it just looked I like think that's really a weird funny that face you swap. And I was like, that does not it look looked like a weird face swap. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, poor guy. I know, but uh, I'm sure I'm sure he looks fine because I'm sure they did a lot of costume things. Right. I'm sure he looks. And and what's kind of upsetting to me is that I know it's going to be a good movie, like <laughs> outside of the concept, because I mean it's it's Christopher Miller and. Phil Lord, who did 21 and 22 Jump Street, the Lego movie, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, like, they they are great filmmakers, and I know that they're... Right. They're gonna do a good job with it, but I just, I can't get behind the concept of it at all. No. I, and I actually, I fully agree with you on all levels of that. That's so really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> other than his physical appearance, we're on the same yeah, level. Yeah, other than the, the actual look, I, yeah, we're definitely on the same level. Okay, favorite movie news of the week and made me laugh really hard oh, Tom it? Hooper is directing the cats. a version of Cats I know I saw that and I was like for okay. cinemas <laughs> I just it would be I, him you know like it would I'm I wasn't surprised when I saw it I just I don't know if I'm excited what is this supposed to look like like that is that is the epitome of like some ideas work for theater and some ideas work for movies. That is not like a movie it's, it's idea. It's going to look just like the old Planet of the Apes with just like people in like weird oh, no. animal costumes. Oh no! Um, or it's going to be weird CGI. One or the other. Yeah, <laughs> you know I what just, I mean. I'm yeah. It sounds weird and it sounds funny. It sounds weird, but I'm kind of almost a little excited. <laughs> I don't know anything about the musical except for that it's like one of the longest running ones on Broadway. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about the story or characters or anything. So I, I distinctly remember renting it when I was in about kindergarten and me and my sister just watching it really late at night. And I just remember being like, what is happening? Like, what is this movie? Because it's just, like we rented, you know, a filmed uh, stage play version of it and uh-huh. it was, it's probably a, the broadway version but it was just it's it's not You're a movie like, it's definitely a play it's yes knowing knowing that it's tom hooper i feel like it's going to get tons of oscar noms just because they're like well it's tom hooper we got to oh. give it a bunch of oscar noms like lame is the danish girl and the king's speech all got like seven oscar noms right all right he's just it's it, just it a will- given It'll be interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. So don't just don't screw it up, Tom. You know. <laughs> and I say that in a non condescending voice. Right, 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 right. Okay. Meow, meow. <laughs> I say it in a non condescending voice as I twirl my mustache. Yeah, meow, meow. <laughs> meow. Um. <laughs> do you want to read uh, Grant's email? 
Um, you know what? If you have it pulled up, I actually I can have to... it pulled up. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so Grant went to school with us. Do you want to give a little? Yeah, Grant's intro. Grant has been uh, catching up on our podcast. Uh, hey, Grant. Hey, Grant. He has. Hey. <laughs> Do you have more to say over there? No. <laughs> okay. He uh, so he discovered it a little bit after we started. So he's been listening, and um, he's uh, he's a huge film buff like we are. So he emailed us an interesting, a really good film buff question. I think. Yeah. Um, I have it pulled up. All right, let's let's hear it. <clears throat> me 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 me. <clears throat> okay. As part of my job, I have been able to see many cool places, and I was just able to visit the film location for the Goonies and in Astoria, Oregon, and see the Goonies' house and town it takes place in. It was a cool experience and would never have even put that on my list of must-see places, but it got me mm-hmm. thinking, if you could go to any film location, where would you go? And I think Grant is working on some type of cruise ship. I see all of his... Uh, post and stuff and i'm always jealous because he looks like he's having the best time ever and these most like tropical places they're always right. on a i feel like they're always in like a hotel or a beach he does traveling theater tanning. i believe is that what it is yeah he's in a he's in a theater production that travels around the world well it sounds amazing so yeah Grant, i hope you're having the time of your life because it yeah, literally sounds like something that's so awesome um do you have an answer um first off the Goonies house is not in my like one of my number one places, but that would definitely be if I had like 30, it would definitely be in there because the Goonies house is so this is my I need to tell you, this is one of my favorite things about you. <laughs> oh, I know what you're going to say. We've had this conversation before. Go I don't for think it. We have. Yes, we have. Remember, we don't I, No, I don't think we do. My favorite thing about you is like you have one of your favorite movies <laughs> like you'll be like. Oh my gosh, Star Wars is like my favorite movie. I would definitely put it in my top twenty-five. And I'm like, wait, wait a second. I knew you, you were going to say it was this. one of your favorite movies. I knew you were going to say your top this. twenty-five. If I use that language, I would be like, it's my number two. It's my number one. Right. Like, it definitely hits my top twenty-five. And I'm so just, it's just funny that you're bringing it into this as well. Like it's just it's a Mathis thing, and it I is, adore it. It's and very. I just me. wanted to. I just wanted to bring it up. It's very practical. It's like it's, it's real. in my top 100 places I want to see in the world. I mean, you know? there's a lot of places, John. That's still saying a lot. Just everyone else is like, I know. what? What is he? I just love the language you put to it. It's just so funny. I just, I oversell it, and then I'm like, top 30 for sure. You do. You're like, I was blown away. Well, like, my, one of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time. Definitely number 30. I'm like, great. I, I always lowball it, too. Like, I'll add 10, 10 digits down, so... You know, I'll, I'll usually think like probably top twenty places, and I'll be like, ah, eh, top thirty for sure. But yeah, yeah, I I love the Goonies house. I think it's an amazing location. So I think it's really cool. You got to go there, Grant. Um, so cool. Fun fun fact, I did you see my did you see my picture on the beach of me wearing the towel like a Greek philosopher? Yes. Yeah. So that's the beach from the ending of Planet of the Apes. When he's sitting on the beach and he sees the Statue of Liberty, like, washed up on the coast. And he does his whole famous monologue, you maniacs. Is this the old ones? Yeah. The new ones? Oh, I haven't seen them. You know you know that scene, though, right? The very end of the movie? Uh-uh. Oh, wow. It's a, it's a really famous movie scene. Hopefully everybody oh. listening is like, wow, John doesn't know that? 
But anyways, I I, it's maybe it's this beach in Malibu, and it's it's literally <coughs> it's it's literally like right next to where I was was the like iconic ending for Planet of the Apes, and that was a really cool location to be at. Um, but I think I would go to Tunisia because that's where they filmed almost all of Tatooine for Star Wars for oh that's a good for answer. all of the movies. Yeah. And what's really cool about it uh-huh. is that a ton of the sets are still up. So you can go walk around where, like, all those Tattoo. scenes where Luke's house is in the in yeah. the movies and uh, where the Mos Eisley spaceport is, like, where they meet uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Han Solo. Uh, and there's, like, the moisture farm evaporators, which are those big tubes that are sticking out throughout the desert that you always see when they show the desert shots in Star Wars. Like, it's... It's all like broken down a little bit, but it's all still there. So it's it's very post-apocalyptic Star Wars looking, and if you can even look pictures up That's of a it great right answer. now, and it's it's really cool. That's a great answer. What would you say? Um, I would definitely say Harry Potter ones. And mm. the thing is, I actually did get to see some when I was in London, um, when we went to. Uh, but I want to see more. When I went, I want to see more. I want to see them all. Um, no, when I went on a school trip in high school and we went to London and we had like minimal free time, but there was a handful of like really hardcore Harry Potter people. And so we sprinted. We were like oh. in London. We're just like, we have to find the <laughs> castle of Hogwarts. Um, <laughs> so we like went around and we tried to, honestly, I don't know if we found it. We did see where they filmed the great hall, um, but they would, we couldn't go in at the uh. time. So we did see that one for sure. We think we saw other ones, but we don't have confirmation. Because <laughs> um, everything kind of looks the same. It all looks very, like, Hogwartsy yeah. and Quidditch-fieldy. And so we're like, is it? Is it not? Um, but my other one would be um, for Lord of the Rings, which I actually Which you will be summer. going to see. <gasps> John's taking a trip to New Zealand this summer, and we are yes. all jealous of him because it's yes. going to be... I'm going to Hobbiton. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. I actually, yeah. I thought of the Shire as one for me, but then I was like, I don't know if I actually want to see the Shire that bad. Surprisingly, because I do love me some Lord of the Rings, but. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it would make sense that Star Wars would trump Lord of the Rings for me, as you know. Right. Yes. So those would be mine. I mean. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure if I thought about it more, I could think of some other ones. I'm but. trying to think of a really great, iconic Harry Potter one to see. Um, I can't really see. think of any off the top of my head, but I don't know the series as well as you do. Um, yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. That's a pretty um, tough though for sure. Privet Drive is a real place where they where the Dursleys live, or if that was oh. created, I don't know. But I would say that would be one. I wish, yeah, we don't have to go into, I was going to go through like all the locations, be like Mystery of Magic. <laughs> We're um, just here for like 10 minutes and you're like, and number yeah. 50 would be the Weasley's house. Hagrid's a hut. Yeah. Weasley's house. I wish that was real. Like, I know, that would that be w- the coolest. That was the bomb diggity. That, that would be like the way that the Shire is, you know, like we just left uh-huh. it up in nature. <laughs> the middle of a cornfield. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, Twitter? Yep. Alright, so our other question this week, this is exciting, this is our first like, not exactly question, but discuss this, uh, that came in Twitter form, 
my friend yeah it was like it's exciting first and ever it's a social media it's guys. a pr- it's a pretty exciting <laughs> topic too we haven't talked about it at all it's, and i'm really interested to no. hear your thoughts i hope you're interested to hear mine um i am yeah. anyways anna who's been listening to the podcast since the beginning she tweeted this this new series from the producers of the view and other talk shows um and it's this new talk show they're creating with these four African-American pastors. And it's it's like the view in the sense of like they just they sit on the set and there's an audience and they talk about pop culture and they all are, are talking about it from their their mega church um, viewpoint, you know, as a, as a pop pop Protestants. That's what I would call them, I guess, you know, very popular yes. uh, Christians in the mainstream world. Uh, anything else just to like capture what this is? I feel like that captures no, that, it. That's about yeah. it. And if that it does, my heart's racing. Just thinking if you, about um, it. and like not in a good way, <laughs> you're like, I'm so excited. <laughs> the, um, I can't wait to TiVo that. the, uh, the talk show. If you couldn't guess is called pastors. So, so John, what, what I'm I'm a little speechless and I've been thinking about it a lot and I just tell tell I me what too. you think of this. What's your first reactions? Um I think it's a terrible idea. Uh-huh. Um I think that the mainstream I think mainstream Christianity unfortunately has a terrible rap. Mm-hmm. And I think that this will not help it whatsoever if they're going to go through our cultural topics and they're going to spit scripture verses at us. I think it's going to do nothing for the Christian faith. I think it's only going to make people um, move away from it more. Because, I mean, granted, I don't know these pastors. I don't know what their views are. But if they're going to come at it from a religious standpoint, I cannot see it being a good thing. Um, And there's just no variety. See, I I was thinking I would love to have a talk show of religious people. But one from each different religion, like having four different people from the same type of religion, and they may be different denominations, I don't know. But either way, the main framework is the same. And it's like, where's the give and take here? Are they are they having well, like a liberal, a more liberal one? Are they having more conservative right. ones? Are they going to? I'm sure they will. Well, then, I mean, then you bring in the fact that they all come from mega churches and right, which largely is a thing all black the- churches. So it's like. They're all the same, like, there's zero variety there. I don't like The View at all, but at least they're all very different people. <laughs> yeah. I I liked The View for a long time. I don't like it now, but for a while I thought it was really good. But it was, that's very different from what this whole premise is. Yeah. Um, and I just, I think it's a terrible idea. I really, really do. Um, it just, I just think of Fox News times four. Like, well, and and then you just bring in the fact that they literally have branded this talk show as like Christians talk about Beyonce, yes. and, and you're it's like, just gonna be like, why she should not be wearing the scantily clothes? She should not talk about her husband like that. Like I can just see right. it now, and I can just see it being like, why? I can see people asking like, why are Christians like this? When I know for a fact a lot of, I mean, I know a lot of Christians aren't like that, and it's just gonna give them a worse rap than they already have. Um, the, their biggest problem is that they have branded it as like Christians talk about things, and, and it's here's like the thing. just make it people talking about things. If you want, and to who's do a talk asking show. for this talk show? Christians. It's like right, we need yeah. to have at least more than one 
group of people asking for this. And I think that Christians are the only ones asking for this. And I don't think it's going to be successful. Well, it just blows my mind that like these really famous popular producers saw their, their pilot that they made and were like, this needs to be a show. Like, no, it doesn't. What made them think it needed to be a show? And it would be like a cool like web series. Do a web series. Right, yeah. It's it's a show show. <laughs> it's like a network show. It's, it's going to be like ice skating with the stars, I feel like. It's going to be one of those things where they take like Dancing with the Stars and they try to redo right. it and then it just tanks. Right. So I mean, if it ends up doing really well, you get I mean, I'll be wrong, but I think it will severely tank. And you know what really put me over the edge and made me realize that it was just it felt more and more like an agenda. It was in the video that Anna sent us, the the people who are interviewing them about their show are like, so who's picking who's picking the topics and the talking points? And they're like, oh, the producers will pick them and give them to us. And I just, I rolled my eyes so hard because I was like, this isn't about this isn't about your your personal journey. This isn't about your spirituality. And this, there's no emotional core to this show regarding the the hosts. This is just we're gonna give you the top four trending things on Twitter and Facebook and you're gonna talk about them every episode. Like it's not it wasn't honestly, personal. That at just all. made me really sad. Like I really just yeah, had like I, a very overwhelming sadness. Like I don't Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like there's so many strikes on so many levels. Uh, like they're all this they're all the same Christian. They're all Christians. They're not personally connected to the material. Like and I'm all for, like, a good spiritual talk show. I would love, exactly. love to see that. Like, you, right. I, I would encourage everyone to watch Oprah's Super Soul Sunday. I know some people have their opinions on Oprah. I think Oprah does a, a ton for the spiritual community in a sense where she just welcomes uh, yeah. people of every faith, of every background, and br- just brings them into a conversation and lets them talk about what they believe. And she listens, and she's like, wow, that's very powerful. Cause, and I... I, I like agree with how she uh, portrays that because that's exactly what I would want to do with my life is to, right. you know, just invite those conversations and just hear what people think because that's what we need. We all believe something different. We just need an environment where we can all just talk about it and be like, that's great that you believe that. That's what pushes you forward. Cool. I bet someone will connect with that. Um, and the, the thing with uh, Oprah and um, Ellen those two especially like their shows mean a lot to them like yeah and i'm not going to say that they're in total control like the producers are still very much in control but it is like it feels like their show and it feels like they're doing what they want to do on their shows and it feels like stuff that is truly passionate in their opinion like what is it called super soul sunday right yeah like oh you can't tell me that oprah's not passionate about that like i know for a fact that she is yeah and and that's not in this situation. And I also just thought the talk show is all guys. I feel like they need to at least get right, one woman go. in there. And the people that watch talk shows, and I'm saying this as a male that watches talk shows, a lot of those types of talk shows are things that women watch. Not a lot of males sit down to watch talk shows. Right. Um, and there will not be many women that will want to tune in to four males talking, to be honest. So that, that's that's kind of unbelievable. You're You're saying that, and I'm like, that makes perfect sense. I can't even believe that the producers would be like, this will be fine. You know, our largest demographic is middle-aged women, but this will be fine. The show won't tank, you know? Right. Like, they're, they'll love to listen to four men talk about 
you know Beyonce women's bodies yeah <laughs> yeah like yeah that'll be fine it'll stay on for for 50 seasons that would literally <coughs> blow me away but hey yeah you go Glen Coco if you true 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 yeah true true <laughs> yeah it's I will watch the first episode when it comes out I just will not, because so well, not because not because I'm excited for it, but I just wanna I wanna see if everything that I feel in this moment is right. That's true. You should because I well, I think it is. Whenever it right. comes out, you can you can bring it back. You can tell us. Yeah, yeah. It will probably be just that one episode, though. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that will be all. If even the whole thing. Yeah, if even the whole thing. We'll see how far I get. All right, should we move on to the main event? I like how we call it the main event. It's really not the main event, but it's just the main the- event. What is It was kind of like that, but no. I was gonna say it was real close. You're gonna real get real close. You can get a plagiarism fee over there. Well, you're the one that just sang it. Mine was not under the sea. Oh, and then you did it. <laughs> what a twist! What a twist! What a twist! Yeah, so we've wanted we've wanted to talk about this for a few episodes, but yeah. uh, combined with a lot of things go on in the world, uh, and we're shortening our episodes, yeah, and just a few other reasons we haven't gotten to it yet. But we would love to talk about Harriet Tubman to finish off this episode. If you guys yeah. have not heard, Harriet Tubman is the new face of the twenty dollar bill. Not not next year, not the year after. Probably like tenish years, it will be in fluctuation. I think. In five oh, years, they're going to start. Long? Uh, in five years, I think they're going to start printing her. Oh wow, that's a Something long like ways that. away. Yeah, it's not like around the corner. It's <coughs> almost too bad. <laughs> it's almost. Too I didn't bad. realize that's that was the timeline. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Harriet Tubman is the new face of the twenty. Uh, what's really interesting about this is that whenever the treasury started having conversations about switching faces on the bill. The person who they were going to take off was Hamilton. They were like, let's get rid of Hamilton on the 10 and put somebody else in for him. And they were probably even thinking about Harriet Tubman at the time. And they were thinking like, yeah, we'll put Harriet Tubman on the 10 and get rid of Hamilton. Um, And I think what's really interesting is you can see the effect that um, culture has on the government when Hamilton the musical blew up. That's exactly they, what I was going to say. Yeah. They the, probably they, were like, that's exactly why the thing. That's exactly why they didn't. That's why they changed their minds. They, they were still wanted to change the face of a bill. But when Hamilton became huge, they were like, Hamilton hasn't been this famous since he was alive. We're not going to take his face right. off the bill. That, right. That's and really fascinating to me. Yeah. I, I see where they're coming from for sure. But that's just, it's very, very interesting. I it's about time we've switched out these faces to be honest. I mean, right. And I, I'm sad it's kind of just the one. I feel like they if they're going to do one, they might as well just give a whole new redefinition. Um I honestly don't even know why we need faces. I feel like I like I I get the premise of it, but I think I would love to just see dollar bills without faces. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I mean it's one of the ways that the government can um like you can constantly be aware of your heritage, you right? Know, like, but it, a lot. It I think it doesn't not work every well. economy does it, but yeah. And it I guess that's true. Well. I, I don't think so. 
Yeah. Because we don't learn from our mistakes. So I mean, but if you think about it, the the names of places, the monuments, the the photos and the paintings and all of that stuff, wherever you go in any city, you'll constantly be shown pieces yeah. of American history. So America. <coughs> God bless. Sorry guys, sorry. But I uh, I am oh, So I'm it makes sorry. sense. Um What were you gonna say? I said I am really pumped that it's her though. I mean she she's she, I feel like she represents all that we want America to be. I mean, she, like, really, A, I don't even know how to frame this. I, I actually don't even know where my thought is. A, she's a woman, and she's black, which I feel like we need more of in our, like, more cultural society. It's very white, and it's very male. So I'm pumped that they're doing those two things with it. Um, but also, um, just, I feel like she, her message is just really strong. You know, because she went back for all of the Underground Railroad stuff, and she brought, like, I think it was, like, 70 people, got them out of slavery and brought them to the north. Oh, I, I, I believe mean, it was more than that. It was a, I think it was a few thousand. She's a powerhouse, and I think she totally deserves she it. She is. Yeah. I did, um, not, I did not phrase any of that well, but. Well, what I think is really funny is that um, I'm pretty sure they were set on her whenever they were like, okay, we're going to take Hamilton off and replace it with her. Hamilton becomes a big deal. They start looking at Andrew Jackson on the 20, and they're like, we'll take him off, and we'll replace it with Harriet Tubman. And that's that's hilarious, because it feels like a direct response to Andrew Jackson, to somebody who was a very racist president, to somebody who owned slaves after it was uh, appropriate to own slaves. And they replace it with literally a slave liberator, you know, like the, the most famous so great. Yeah. action star of of she American really history. Is. Yeah, I mean, like, she was, like, uh, she was, like, slinging a, a rifle over her chest and, like, was walking back into slave states. They need to make just... a Harriet Tubman movie, but, like, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer, you know, where she's, like, super badass. And she was well, like... I actually, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't even thinking about that piece of movie news, but I think it was last week they said that there is a, a Harriet Tubman film. Um, I don't remember the studio, but there's one that's in uh, pre-production right now. Like, as a biopic? Yeah, I think so. And <clears throat> I bet this was the little boost of popularity that made some studio sign off on the property and say, yep, we're going to make it now. I think so too, yeah. My my one thing with her being black and her being a woman is that I just don't want her to be on the bill because she's she's a woman and because and, she's black. Right. And they were like trying to do two birds with one stone. They were like, well, we need to find a really famous black person and a really famous woman because – does it matter, it's a bunch though? of white men. I think it does because it should be more about the person that Harriet Tubman was, you know? Like Yeah. Like I, I would love for it just to be it's a bonus that it's it's right. one of the most amazing women in it's American. Like, where history. was their motivation with it? Yeah, exactly. And I just hope that the motivation wouldn't be we were looking for a black woman for the for the bill. Right. I mean, to, for me, either way, I feel like it's a good choice. I can't really think of anyone. I think who else were they think? Didn't they? Uh, I'm yeah. I'm not Rosa sure. Rosa Parks, maybe was she? Nah. Honestly, like I was, I was even just trying to think of other American heroes that were worthy of a bill, and I couldn't yeah. think of anybody that really topped Harriet Tubman in my mind. So the next time that we have this conversation about switching a bill, I really don't know who they're going to pick because right. I like 
Steve Jobs. Oh my god, that would be so funny. Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> they put like a, a foreigner on there. Like yeah. Prince Harry. You know? <laughs> Please, that'd be the best. <laughs> Prince Harry on the one dollar bill. Yeah. <laughs> like uh what? Idris Elba. People got people got all roughed up about the uh Harriet Tubman and now we got Prince Harry coming. Idris yeah. Elba. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But him as the tiger in Jungle Book. Not even Idris Elba's face. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call it the MGM bill. That'd be the best. Hey, that was good. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be. Yeah, I I do think that she's a great pick. And, I do too. I'm and um, the one person who should be replaced on the t- on any on any bill is Andrew Jackson. He um, a lot of people got their feathers really ruffled about this whole thing because. It's like, how are we going to remove such a, a great president? And, you know, people are bringing up the fact that he, he like, created the national treasury. He helped a lot with America's debt. Um, My favorite and that's thing true. Is, is that that, it, that doesn't erase any of that. You know what I mean? Like, no, Just taking him off a of bill does not erase any of his accomplishments or qualifications. We're oh, good point, John. That's a, like, that's a super good point. It's no disgrace to him. We've literally no. been using his face on a bill for, like, a hundred years or something. We re- we rebuild things all the time. If things are, that's a really good point. It does America. not make it. It does not make it less uh, less noteworthy Mm-mm. if it's not on the note. No. In this situation. Correct, Amundo. Yeah, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that. It's still like, it's still like, yeah, you did good things. But where I was going at that point was that he did do a lot of, like, really great things for the U.S. government, but he was also a terrible person. <laughs> so, you know, like, you look at the other the other men on the bills, and I'm like, some of you I'm a little iffy on. Like, Benjamin Franklin might have been a dick. There's a good chance. I feel like he was... I could see that. He's probably, like, the first hipster, the first American hipster. I don't, I don't think I'd think classify about him it. a hipster. No. Think about it. I'm thinking. Think about and it. And you right. You right. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you'd be on my side. You ain't wrong. I didn't know it would you take that wrong. short period of time, but <laughs> you ain't lying, man. You ain't lying. No, no, man. But yeah, that's. I, I do think that that is a, a good choice of a president to replace or just, just a, a bill person to replace. Yeah. Yeah. I think we did good. Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm looking at my notes real quick just to see if there's a... No, I think I feel good. Oh my gosh, I do too. And this is going to be our shortest one ever. Oh my god! And I know oh I always god. say that beforehand, and then it ends up being two and a half hours. But this one, <laughs> we, I'm guys, saying we it really at the do. End. We always say that <laughs> every time we're like, but you know, we don't really have that much. It's going to be the shortest one ever. Two hours later. <laughs> SpongeBob reference, people. For anyone that yes. didn't get it, that was a SpongeBob reference. I can't even tell you how many times I do that in my head. I oh, I know. Actually snapped, I almost Snapchatted that to you. Um, during graduation, because it was three hours long, the graduation. So you, I was going to, like, do a thing at the beginning, and then, like, later be, like, three hours later, and do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the exact same thing, just people yes. sitting in chairs, like, exactly. waiting around. Yeah. This is a stadium but full of people. Was, yeah. Would you have, like, held the held the phone close to your mouth and, like, whispered yes. it in the Star Wars uh-huh. narrator voice? Probably. Star Wars. SpongeBob. <laughs> Not Star Wars. <laughs> 
Oh gosh. Later. That would have been funny. Yeah. You got anything else? No, I don't think so. This was a I good episode. Either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you what? do. Okay. No. Uh, I was just going to say uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. Um, yeah. And thank you for the questions this week, Grant and Anna. Um, if anybody wants to to send us questions, you can email us at helloandadu at gmail.com, H-E-L-L-O-A-N-D-A-D-I-E-U at gmail.com. And you could follow us on Twitter or you can tweet at us for questions. Um, Please do. And see funny things on Twitter and such. And that's uh, at hello and to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then rate and subscribe and review us on iTunes if you get the yeah. chance to do that. Because that helps people discover us. It does. Yeah. I think I got all of them right there, right? I think you did, yeah. Perfect. Cheers. Until next you. time. Yes. Mathis, I bid you a grand adieu. And I bid you a slightly grander adieu. Thank you. (laughs) Bye.